There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. Another victory to celebrate for us over the weekend. Uh, you know, felt like our guys, uh, you know, came out and, and really were intent on, on getting better. And that's been our message each week, regardless of who we play. Uh, and we, we give them the early score and really responded from there. Uh, didn't panic. Uh, offense, you know, answered with a, with a really good methodical drive. And then defensively, we really settled in. We we started taking the ball away offensively to have a first uh, first half where you uh, score on every possession, uh, getting that you know that ten point swing at the end of the half between us scoring with less than a minute, um, getting the turnover, and then turning that into a, a quick field goal. That was huge. Going from twenty four six to thirty four six before the half. Um, that's that's really hard for them over. It was hard for them to overcome and. You know, unfortunately, we didn't put more points on the board in the second half, but there was um, there was an intent to what we were trying to do. To uh, you know, we didn't convert on a couple third downs, um, but defensively to keep uh, keep them out of the red zone, let alone the end zone, uh, really for the last you know three quarters was uh, was a great thing to see. And we got a lot of guys in the game, um, and you know, we continue, I think, to get to get better. And the opportunity this week to go on the road again. Um, playing on a Colorado, who I, I think is a improving team as well. And, you know, we have to take that same approach. What, what can we do to, to get better? Um, as of this morning, Tommy did get cleared. Um, so that's a, that's good news. And, you know, injury wise coming out of that game, we were, we were in pretty good shape, obviously to get a guy like Lane back, I think, and get him rolling was big and, you know, he'll only continue to get uh, more used to that elbow brace and, and all of that, uh, but it was big to have his effort, you know, along with uh, Elijah and Garrett at the running back position, and to do it more traditionally from a, a rush perspective. So, um, trust that we will get Rylan in the lineup as well, and uh, I think that that obviously will be an injection like we talked about last week. So, you know, with that, I'll open up for questions. But uh, excited about this opportunity to go on the road against North Colorado. How, how do you think um, that quarterback? situation will look like is Tommy going to be the same role is it going to be adjusted at all well he's uh like I said before he's going to play and then our, our our idea would be to, to start him um you know he hasn't he hasn't practiced uh in weeks now you know so today was a was a light load for him just to get out there throwing a little bit uh you know I think we need to see continued progress now with practice you know he's ran around and did some of those things but he had hasn't uh, practiced football in weeks. So, you know, I think uh, it would be good to see him going in particular tomorrow and, and Wednesday, but that would be the idea. Alec uh, O'Reilly, uh, it's a defensive player. of the week. how pleased for you to see him turn that on? Oh, uh, real pleased. I, I think uh, Callahan's maybe had a, a couple other weeks where just his play would have maybe warranted, but then you you take those the tackle numbers, then you get an interception, a forced fumble. Um, you need some of those flash plays sometimes to get that honor. And, and while he's been deserving maybe a couple of times before to get it, uh, I think speaks to, you know, 
his ability, but his consistency. Um, he's been as consistent a guy on defense as we've had this season. And that was the expectation for him. Honestly, it was to have a year where he took his game to another level. And, and this is uh, evidence uh, that he's doing that. Early in the week, but could you elaborate a little more on Northern Colorado just on both sides of the ball? It's yeah, they they've got a couple wins in their belt the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, two different weeks. I, you know, their their trip to Idaho that was a back and forth game that ultimately ended up being a real high scoring affair. Um, the game, you know, at Sac State uh, that ended up being a pretty wide margin. Uh, they they do have uh, they do have some really good players. I you know they've been playing without a bunch of guys as well. You know, you go back. Uh, they they beat Idaho State. They they took care of them in the fourth quarter. They, they played with, uh, played with Wyoming really until the fourth quarter kind of got away from them. Um, you know, I think they got, uh, they got good skill players. Uh, you know, Dylan McCaffrey at quarterback uh, is certainly capable of, of making all kinds of throws. Uh, you know, really like their, their running back Dotson, who's a transfer from Sac State. Uh, I feel like they got uh, some good receivers you know, defensively, um, I know that's where they have lost some guys. Uh, you know, but I think they they're playing they're playing hard. They 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 they've shown a lot of different looks over the course of the season too, and I know that's always a challenge in your preparation. Uh, so, you know, it's a situation where, you know, we can't take anything for granted. Um, we got to go in there and, and look to improve, and, and they're certainly you know playing on their home field. Uh, we gotta we we gotta go after it. I know that much. Blackfoot Communications continues to lift up our local entrepreneurs, delivering the resources needed to transform ideas into businesses. Our C2M Beta program was founded with the mission to connect local entrepreneurs to more. With access to more professional expertise, more state-of-the-art technology, and more development resources, our 12-week program delivers the foundational and modern skills required to transform influential ideas into thriving businesses. Apply today at goblackfoot.com slash apply. You mentioned uh, Dotson. He was a former first team all-league sky guy at Sac State. I guess what, what have you seen from him on film? What is the kind of challenges he presented? Well, I think he's uh, he's well-rounded. Um, he's got good enough size, good enough feet, um, and then good enough speed to kind of uh, you know, make an assortment of runs. He's, he's certainly not a one-dimensional guy and, and, and can catch out of the backfield as well. Uh, runs hard. So, you know, he's, he's typically a guy that you need a couple guys to to rally to him to down. And, you know, we're going to have to be, um, as far as our pursuit angles, our leverage, uh, you know, to, to get him down, we got to be in the right places and, and really have the great the great effort to get him, get, uh, get after him. And a quarterback used to different yeah. guys this season. I guess what have you seen from both of them? Well, I do think they're similar enough where their their offense doesn't have to take these big swings to, I guess, accommodate either one of them. They're both big, sturdy guys. Um, you know, both transfers. I, you know, Dylan's been in the program obviously longer, uh, and they went exclusively with Dylan this this past week. So, you know, I think in preparing for them, it's. Uh, you know, sometimes you have two quarterbacks that have, you know, they're different, you know, and different styles, I guess, is what I'm looking at. I, I don't think we, in that in these two, we see that. Uh, so it allows at least defensively you to say, OK, who's ever at quarterback is that quarterback. Now um, they might be able to make a few different throws or whatever, but it's not like you know, they're, they're so different physically that we have to have two different game plans. Do you expect Dan Pope to miss this game as well, or are you prepared for him? Well, I, yeah, I don't. There's not a lot of information out there. Um, 
you know, when you speak to their defense, I know coming in, uh, you know, he was as good a player um, potentially as there was in the league defensively. So, you know, uh, try to dig as much as we can. I know he hasn't played to this point, um, you know, and you try to, get, you know, if, he, if he's there, we got to be able to um, neutralize him, you know, because I really felt like last year he was one of the better defenders in the league and coming into the season, obviously it was an injury that happened preseason. So he hasn't been out there at all. So, um, it, but at the same time, it, you know, it hasn't been said that he's out all season. So at some point I, I, I would guess they anticipate him coming back. Uh, so that's this week. We have to be prepared to um, know where he's at. I know that for sure. Been at the halfway point within the year, six games, and what are you most pleased um, about? You know, just seeing your team improve over those those six games, and then going into the second half of the year, what do you want to see? There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. Yeah, I think it's just that, that we are improving, you know, in every facet. I, I think um, you look at any one thing we're doing, I think we're getting better. You know, you uh, and we're we're relatively healthy. I, I do think, um, you know, your health midseason sometimes is a huge determining factor in, in where you're going to be and where you can get to. And I feel like we're relatively healthy. We have got some guys back. We'll continue to. Um I think our guys just approach every week has been has been consistent. And, you know, the way you get consistency on Saturdays is by taking that same same approach every week. And, and we've we've proved that to this point. This is uh, this is week seven. We got to We got to do it again. Um, again, not caring who we're playing, uh, where we're playing, you know, that whole whole deal. Just what can we do to get better? So I think it's just in general seeing what you want to in a football team is the one that's, that's getting better in, in all facets. I think the last couple of weeks um, we're playing the last three weeks, really we're playing more guys. Um, and I think that'll, that'll serve us well, both with uh, keeping guys healthy, but then also being able to count on more guys as the season goes along. Uh, does Scotland have a, a knack for, for stripping balls more than other guys? It's just, he's done it up so many times. It seems like. Well, I think he's got a knack for being around the ball. I think if you're around the ball, um, you know, it was a real subtle um, hand on the ball, this this little one before the half. It wasn't like he punched at it or anything. So, yeah, I think there's, you know, with, with the volume of reps that he has, I think there's a, there's a feel that, that comes into play there. Um, he's a really sure tackler, so it's not like all he's trying to do is strip the ball, but he knows what the ball is, and he's around it a lot. And, you know, if, if you have that, going for you, you're going to knock it out every once in a while. I saw um, uh, with Derek Snell in the day of his game, he had a big smile on your face when uh, he was returning that kick. And then uh, when he had that big block on the chamber second round, is that like a tight end uh, like uh, connection there? Or oh, just, no, I, I think, I think for Derek, um, it's continuing to take his game to another level, you know, um, because he, he's, he's taken, the biggest thing with him to me is he took his offseason approach to another level. So he's become better physically. Uh, 
you know, and stronger, faster. We line him up at tailback a couple times, and that's not just some fluky deal. He's got he's got the ability to, to do that, to kick off return. You know, getting the ball in his hands is important, but then I think he's become a much more consistent blocker. So um, that's a position that I felt like both him and Trayton uh, brought out brought a great deal of experience back, but they also had the capacity for them both to get better, and I think they've they've done that. And we – we needed guys like that. I mean, the list is pretty long of guys that were good players last year that could take their game to another level. And those those two, um, I know the question was about Derek, but I think both those guys have done that this year so far. I guess uh, just uh, Nick Aldo was at the game. Did you meet him at all? No, I didn't. I didn't see it till Twitter. So that's pretty cool. I knew he. I knew he was living here. And and uh, if we gained a couple more fans uh, on Saturday, that would be awesome. Maybe a round with him. <laughs> I don't know about that, but maybe some tips. Whether you're in the restaurant business or you just want to host any big event, JMV Restaurant Supply can make sure you have everything you need. JMV Restaurant Supply is your home for everything kitchen. Whether you're a bear or a bobcat, an eagle or a Scotty, JMV Restaurant has everything you might need. They have locations in Bozeman, Billings, and Great Falls. If you can't make it in, JMV also has a great website, jvrestaurant.com. Get everything you need for your next event at JMV, your restaurant specialist. Yeah, hey, Coach. Um, I wanted to ask you about a couple different things. First of all, um, I know we asked you about the Delta formation on Saturday, but I wanted to ask you about a couple of those guys that are a part of it. First, Devin Slaughter seems like uh, sort of an atypical member of a football team, but probably a good one, being a guy that's you know served his country and a little bit older and obviously loves the game since he came back to it a little bit later on. Yeah, yeah, it's been a it's been a neat story, and even how it's evolved. Um, you know, he was brought to to my attention um, from a couple different people um, in the spring, you know, here's this, this big guy that obviously looks like a football player that, that has served our country. That's going to school here. He had a football background. Um, can we, can we find an opportunity? Can we convince him to come out? It was kind of both. And I know he was a little reluctant. He, he wanted to keep playing football, but being a little bit older, he wasn't exactly sure how that would play out, not having played in, and sometime he wasn't sure how it would play out. So he, he got basically, uh, I think he pulled a hamstring probably 15 minutes into his first workout in the spring. So we really didn't get a chance to to see much, um, but got to know him a little bit in the spring and just said, hey, if, if you want to be part of this, uh, you know, here's what it looks like in the summer and uh, we'll see where it goes. And, he, you know, he, he got more and more comfortable with the team fitting in um, through the course of summer, worked real hard. Um, unfortunately, in the fall camp, he he suffered a oh another another muscle pull of some sort, um, and and didn't necessarily get a whole lot of time in the D line, which is his position to kind of find his way. Got healthy, um, you know, and I know he's he's down on the offensive end, playing on the scout team a little bit. I know Coach Housewright, you know, trying to create whatever we can saw him as a guy that we could potentially put at a fullback type position. Um, so that's, that's come into play now the last couple of weeks and he's, he's bought into it wholeheartedly. Um, he's on our field goal uh, PAT team now as well. And, and more so than anything, I think uh, he's a, he's a member of this team now wholly. And I think his, his perspective on, Oh, what it means to go to battle is completely different than any of the other of our guys. And I, I, I think his intensity about that, um, but then also his appreciation for coming back and being able to play a game again that uh, I don't think he maybe thought he ever would play 
I mean, all that is uh, rubbed off on our team. So really appreciate him and, you know, what he's brought to this team as much away from the game field as on the game field. And Omar, I know it seems like he's making strides too, and he has a little bit of a military background as well, being at the West Point Prep School. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, obviously different uh, different deal. I think Omar went to to West Point a lot to play Division One football. Um, you know, didn't know necessarily how the military um, lifestyle as an 18-year-old would fit into his future plans. And ultimately, I think – you know, he wanted to uh, take go another direction uh, mid-year last year, and, and we were able to, you know, bring him up in the spring on a visit and convince him to, you know, continue his football path here. And uh, we couldn't be more excited. I, you know, technically he's a true freshman, but uh, he's a second-year guy. He's very physically mature. He plays the game with um, great intensity and passion. He finishes. You know, that's what we saw in his high school film in particular. He comes out of a great great program in Katy, Texas. So um, I think he's got a bright, bright future. And he's playing a, you know, a significant role right now in, you know, rolling at rolling those three guards, I think is, uh, has helped them all. You know, I think at any one time we could put another guy in and that's, that's as good a motivator as there is. And they're all playing good football right now. I know on, uh, on media day back in early August, I asked you about some of the, the transfer receivers coming in. I know that uh, Robbie had been here for a while, but um, Cleveland had just joined the team. And such an interesting dynamic, them trying to fight for their own playing time, but also acclimate to a team. So now that we're uh, halfway through the year, what have you thought of that element? How have they fit in? I think they fit in really well. Um, you know, and, and everybody's got, I suppose, a little bit uh, their own story about why they're transferring. Um, but it's about changing your opportunity. I, you know, both those guys with one year, um, essentially remaining, um, really wanted to cap off their college career. Um, and, you know, we were really intentional about, you know, what their opportunity, you know, could look like. Um, and, and also just, you know, the importance of fitting in, um, you know, to our culture, to our team. And, and you know, Robbie's transition going back to January is a little bit different. You know, Cleveland getting here in June, that's, that's hard, you know, and, um, right from the, the get-go, uh, you know, it was apparent that he was going to fit in really well. His work ethic and, and his uh, the way he goes about his preparation um, shows a, a great amount of maturity, and, and I think that was a really positive um, picture for a lot of our younger guys this summer, just, just about working out and doing extra work and all those things. He was – you know, you say he's, he's kind of a pro. I think that's kind of how you'd see it with just his preparation. And then I think, you know, as we've gone through the season, um, no one of our receivers has these monster numbers, but they go out and, you know, make, make the best of opportunities when they get them. Um, they block like crazy. Uh, you know, and I think they're, they're about the team and about winning. And I, I hope we can continue to get more and more opportunities to all of our, you know, our starting receivers in particular. Um, but uh to have a couple guys like that really um, replace a couple guys that were really good players, you know, in Lance and Nate. And, um, you know, that's been, that's what we're looking for. And I think that's what we've gotten to this point. The wide receivers room is so fascinating too, just from, they're from so many different places and it, it, talking to them, they're all such different guys too. So, I mean, do you think that adds just to the fabric of your team having, you know, all these different personalities? 
I think so. You know, uh, t- typically that that room is um, oh can get its labels right. It can be there. It can be stereotypes. Um, you know, and, and I think having having the guys not only come from different places in the country, but different uh, different programs, different levels. You got you know Cleveland from Kentucky out of the SEC. You got Ravi um, D three, but a really good D three program. Uh, Malik, who's finally Malik Mullins, who's finally healthy coming from um, in the independence community college. I think, you know, I, they all, they all have a, a different story, but I think a similar, uh, but different personalities, but, but a similar willingness to, to be part of this team and, and, you know, and, and how they've mixed with, uh, you know, a big personality like Willie. Uh, I think that's been great. You know, Coy Steele's obviously coming back, but Coy's still in that room and he's about as humble a leader as, as a, come so I mean it's yeah it's a really um yeah it's an interesting group you know and I I don't think the the diva or anything like that that you know can be the stereotype is is in there I know that when you were in Laramie that's so close to to Colorado so probably had some crossover in guys that you're recruiting obviously you're recruiting to the Mountain West and Northern Colorado's in the big sky but uh did you have any crossover with the McCaffrey's though especially Ed being there at uh, at Valor Christian yeah, it, it wasn't for either of his, his sons, but I, I did go down there. One, I didn't recruit Denver as my area, but uh, we did look at a quarterback down there. And, and yeah, I spent, uh, you know, a half hour or something there at Valor Christian um, a few years back. Obviously, you know, he had a, a successful run there um, and was, you know, able to then jump to um, the Northern Colorado job. And, you know, Northern Colorado is a, a program that – um, that has recruited that area really well over the years, um, you know, and, and being at Wyoming, that was our, our goal to recruit the, you know, front range really well in Colorado. So yeah, there's certainly some overlap, not only with players, but that was the, you know, I had the one uh, opportunity to, to connect with coach McCaffrey back then. Well, then you mentioned the kind of the two quarterback deal they're doing and the, and Elijah Dotson and all that, but it, their offense in general, I mean, how would you describe it? It seems like, they really want to press the the edges and and get their guys in space. Yeah, yeah, they've taken it uh, to another level last year than, than last year. I thought they were you'd probably classify them more pro style uh, exclusive last year. Or now they've they've opened it up a little bit more um, using using more personnel groupings. Um, you know, because they were well, we played them early last year. It was probably a couple weeks earlier than this last year. And by the time we saw them, they hadn't put a lot on film. That's kind of where they were at. I, I would, I would suppose with just their transition. So yeah, they're doing more. Uh, they're capable of doing more. They have, I think better ways to get the ball to more places this year. That's, you know, that's certainly something that, uh, that we're well aware of and we got plenty of things to defend. The, one of the stories of the offseason out of Greeley was just the roster overturn there. I think they had 30-something guys hit the portal. I think they brought in 30-something transfers. It, does there any Is there any crossover there when you look at last year's film, or do you have to reevaluate the whole thing since there's so many new guys? That's a, that's a good question. I think I think schematically you can you, – you see I see enough similarities, but to your point, I think there's a lot of new faces. So they've been able to take those schemes in a – more varied direction. I think they're just, they're just doing more on both sides of the ball. I think some of the, some of the departures um, within the season here, not departures, but the injuries that have kept, kept guys out have, 
you know, have changed just even within the season, how their defense looks, you know, I, I um, they've, they've kind of had a little bit of flavor of the week, even uh, as you look at the big picture, you know, and so they're getting the mid season, you can see them probably settling in a little bit more based on who they have, but are they getting guys back? And what will that mean? I think that's always a question each week at this point in the season, you got to answer. Blackfoot Communications just launched new business services delivering big value to smaller firms. With reliable voice, fast internet, business-grade Wi-Fi, and around-the-clock support, Blackfoot ensures you remain connected to your customers, employees, and communities throughout the day, every day. For more information, go to blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Blackfoot Communications.